It's a Bames Life, and we're back with another season. And you know who it is already. Musa Isi, a.k.a. L. How am I even mixing up my own words? You can tell this is early morning stuff. Okay, we're really giving you people content, so I appreciate it because we are tired. Um, and today, it's a bit different, okay? I've been saying for the longest time that I would like a co-host, and I've got somebody here today who's going to potentially be my new co-host. I can't wait. They will introduce themselves. And then I've got somebody that you people already know. They back. We gonna catch up. But I will let both of these beautiful people introduce themselves. So um, come back if you want to go first. Introduce yourself. Hello, my name is Kumba. Um, I'm from Bristol and I'm a film graduate and just graduated, so uh, quite exciting, but scary. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited for this. It sounds really exciting and excited to have lovely conversations with lovely people. <laughs> Fantastic. And then you, my madame of the madams, all the way from SA. Hello. 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 Hey. <laughs> Um, hi, my name is Tiffany, pronoun she, her. I am the curator of Hala Africa and somebody who's trying to be on this podcast more than once. And yeah, right now, guys, I don't know what I'm doing with my life, but this morning has just been... Uh, I was supposed to go to pole dancing class and then my car wouldn't start. So now I hate my car, right? Oh. I hate my car and I hate the fact that I couldn't jump start it. And I also hate the fact that I was in very short shorts and these two guys who were in my building did not help me. So I don't know what I'm feeling about the patriarchy right now. That's all I'm saying. I don't know what I'm feeling about it. Sus men. Honestly, cis men are a different breed. They're actually a different breed. Like they don't come from the same place that the rest of us do. That's, they do not. I don't know. I don't care what anybody says. I know it's not in no history books. I know the science is not there yet, but I'm telling you that's the fact. It's a I fact. definitely agree. I definitely agree with that one. They're very strange. <laughs> Because me, I'm tired of cis men. I'm tired. Why are you here? We're all, we're all tired. We're all tired. We're all tired. Uh, uh, two a week a weekend ago, I decided to not be in cis male spaces. Mm. I thought I should take a break from it, but they're just everywhere. So. They are everywhere. <laughs> they like, really are. <laughs> they I love really how you are. just all spend thirty seconds being like, God damn it! <laughs> Why are they like this? But anyway. <laughs> But I'm excited to be back. <laughs> yes, yes. And obviously the last time we spoke, um, your book was out. So I'd like to hear all about how that is going. And I know that there's something else happening. So how much information can you give us? And yeah, what have you been up to? What have I been up to? Okay, so since we spoke, my I think the last time we spoke, my first book was out. Yes. Um, 
So now that was quirky, quick guide to having great sex. So that was fun. It came out during you the pandemic, which was terrible. Go and read it. Go and read it. Do a thing. What is the book called? Oh, sorry. Quirky, quick guide to having great sex. Yeah, I have to read that. No, it's it's good times. I, that was fun to write. And then the next book that I did that came out just like a couple of months ago was a curation called Touch: Stories of Sex, Sexuality, and Sensuality. And it's a whole bunch of essays from folks around the continent, right? The African continent. For people start thinking I'm talking about Europe, that's not what I'm talking about. Um, We're not here yeah, for that. so that, that you're not here for that. <laughs> so that was like just like an amazing thing to like curate, and I did it with my work wife Kim Vinfoho, and we're just out here. Like like it was just. Initially, when we started it, we were like, "Oh my gosh, no one is gonna submit anything." We're asking everyone to write about sex. What's going on? What have we done? It's a pandemic. People ain't seen each other naked in like eight months. What are we asking people to curate? But people came through, hey, and we managed to get people from. Ep- also, yeah, guys, West Africans failed us a little bit, hey. I'm, I'm, it's, it's out there. It's out there. I'm just saying, Listen. West Africans failed us a little bit, and it is what Listen. it is. We're okay. trying, okay? We're trying. No, you're, you're not trying. Y'all try for yourselves. Y'all yeah. try for yourselves. Don't come for me. me. Huh? Don't come for me now. <laughs> <sighs> it's early in the morning, though. What about, what about the East Africans? I'm East African. East Africans came through. I'm East African. I'm Kenyan. My, my people came through, right? My people came through, did a thing. We asked the Nigerians. The Nigerians are too busy. The Ghanaians, I don't even know where they were. Guys, and then the rest of that region, I'm not even sure what's going on. So we're like, you know what? It's fine. You guys must stay. You must what? You must stay. But it's fine. Man, Wait, I, crisis. I, what is a perpetual crisis every day. Every day a crisis. You can't take 10 minutes to write. But yeah, so like the book came out and it's really, really exciting. Only problem is with the pandemic, it's very hard to get the physical book to different places. Um, and our publishers being all iffy, but you know what? <sighs> guys, I can't even with that right now. But yeah, so the stories like the, the stories in there are like breakups, like mine is about a breakup because that hoe knows what she did. She knows <laughs> what she did, right? Because also non-monogamy is a scam. Um, there's ones like... Tell me uh, about it. Huh? I said, tell me about it. <laughs> non-monogamy is such a scam, guys. I should just take my ass back to monogamy. I don't know why I'm like this. Um, the stories about like motherhood, the stories about being femme, the stories about, you know whether you want to get fucked or be or fuck people like it's just a whole cornucopia of things which was so exciting to put together amazing i can't wait to read this book so i'm gonna get it because the first book was great so i can't wait to read this book it is a shame that i did i genuinely did not have time but you know i'm out here doing bits as well you know i'm trying for the west (laughs) african region you know please give me space Things are only leveling out just now. <laughs> <laughs> but that's been absolutely amazing and um, what you've been up to. And Kimba, I just want to ask you what you've been up to as well, what you've been doing. Um, so I've recently um, been, um, as much as I study film, I haven't, since the pandemic, I haven't really been into doing much art, but I've been working for my mum's organisation, which is... Um, Shiba Solo Ensemble, which is a black woman's organization, a black woman's theater organization. And uh, we do loads of different things. And I've done, um, I've been doing youth outreach work 
oh, the kind of um, feeding kids in poor areas during the pandemic. So that's been really interesting, but also very scary because it's in part, pardon me, but white working class areas, which is completely fine. But as a black person coming to them, a little bit scary at times. Babes, on this podcast, we do not apologize for infiltrating white people's faces. They've been infiltrating black faces since yeah. the of time. Yeah, yeah, you're that. So, you're yeah, we are coming. We are coming for them, all of them. In <laughs> I, I just saying it with the I, utmost disrespect. White people, watch your back. No, for sure. I could just imagine how they the power imbalance when free black women turn up <laughs> feeding them. Like it is I'm, what it is. I'm, I'm just thinking about that. Like, so you're just like, but now we let them in the country, now they're feeding us. Yeah. Because also there's that notion within certain areas in like I well actually I was about to make it like a class thing no it's it's the UK in general that whole thing of y'all should be so grateful that you're yeah. here and then y'all went through that weird Brexit shit that was a lot like we were watching y'all being like whoop Ooh. <laughs> whoop <laughs> yeah no, I completely agree it was weird we even had like some white neighbors filming us you know weird but you just work through it but yeah very strange experience but I could, I might make a film on it. I don't know, it was weird, <laughs> but nice. Please do, please do, because <laughs> I would like to see their faces. Yeah. Now what? Your country is in shambles and here we are saving it yet again. Exactly, exactly. Yet again. They need us more than we need them. Bruh, ah. bruh. Especially for the Olympics. The yeah. Commonwealth will not run sure. itself, hey guys? Mm. Like the, com- ah. like, I still don't understand the Commonwealth as like a thing that happens. So we must all come run. Is that what you're saying? All of us, we must come around. Except Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe are like, whoop! There's nothing. We're not coming through. Not at all. It's true. It's true. I'm so it should be. But you know what? I feel like the Commonwealth is slowly diminishing. You know, we've had countries during the pandemic who have taken the statue of the Queen off. She's no longer the head of their state, which is great. So, you know, there's a lot of things happening at the moment so the world is changing and it's changing for the better so if you are uncomfortable in fact anyway i don't know why white people are listening to this because it's not for you so if you're listening be quiet the podcast is not for you it's a fact you know some people just like sneak into rooms that they have no business being in i like to do that sometimes just be like hello is this for everyone no okay my bad but like you know let people sneak in don't worry about it exactly sneak in it puts up the, the listeners the listeners that were that we have so be listening and be doing your thing in silence and in fact if you have any bad bones to to say don't come near me because that dm is not getting opened say it all the time but that's amazing so like what is the plan what is Hola Africa doing? What is Tiffany doing? What, what is the plan? Ooh, why, why would you ask something like that during a pandemic, right? In the middle of a panorama, like, okay, what is the plan? The plan is to keep surviving, sit quietly until my vaccine kicks in and shit like that. That's the goddamn plan. What's wrong? Come on. Um, no, but the plan for Hola right now is, I don't know. So we have a new project that we are going forth with. So like, um, under the new project is this um, series called We Are Fucking Here. So we want to continue that. 
Um, we want to possibly do a movie in the future, which will be fun. So like trying to get my Netflix connection solid. <laughs> um, but then also it's just the podcast. Like, so basically life is, we've already started recording new episodes, as you know, because we recorded one recently, which was fun. Like you were my, only my second Zoom. What's it? I was just like, I don't trust the Zoom thing. Why are we on Zoom? How does Zoom know what we're saying? Attack. Rubbish. Um, so yeah, it's just, I think it's a case of with Holla, it's just like business as usual. Just keeping up on the Instagram, trying to like be involved in things that we can be involved in, supporting work that we can support, like using our platforms and things like that. But yeah, I don't think we have like any massive plans because there's something about having massive plans during this time. You're like, I'm sorry, am I, am I supposed to be doing shit? Like, that's the question I usually ask when I wake up in the morning. I'm like, I'm supposed to be doing things. And I want to know why I must be doing things in the morning, every day. So yeah, so like with Hollywood, just, we're just keeping on keeping on. Come find us on the platforms. We might have Freaky Friday, we might not. Like there was a week where we just didn't post because we were in Cape Town. We were like, ah, we don't want. Like we just, we don't want to do, we don't want to adult, but yeah. We'll, we'll figure it out eventually, especially now that more and more people are getting vaccinated. Because I think what happened um, last year with like, you know, the pandemic, we had all these massive plans and then just knocked for six. Like it was terrible. So now it's, you know, you're, you're a bit antsy to make like huge life plans, you know? Yeah. That is fair enough. That is absolutely fair enough. Me, I'm the opposite. I like to make plans. I mean, I don't, I can't admit that I follow through all the time, but I like the idea. I like to put it out there. You never know. If somebody else is willing to do the work, I'm not a morning person. That's what I've come to realize. I'm not a morning person either. I absolutely hate it. Um, I wake up really early. I wake up really early. My schedule is really like, the time I go to bed is the time I wake up is really early. But ask me what I'm doing when I wake up early. Am I not just rolling in bed masturbating? <laughs> but is that not the only way to wake up? You're just, so you're basically what, I'm one of those people I can't stay in bed. And so I start shifting and then my partner's like, go, just go. Because <laughs> she's not a morning person at all. But like, I love that. I love that for you. Just wake up early and then roll around and masturbate. Because why not? Exactly. Why not, please? Why not? <laughs> and then my day is just so much better. No, then when I have to interact non-melanated human beings that's really interesting because for me i do it I, I masturbate to fall asleep never to wake up but you've given me something new to think about hey listen <laughs> no I, I i love that for both of y'all that it's like a wake up sleep mine is just a oh i've got the house to myself for the first time in three weeks Shit, <laughs> let me rub one out because guys <laughs> living together and both working from home there's not always that many times to just rub yeah. one out but now I'm just like, okay, I watched my favorite video in a little while. I see what them honeys is doing. Cool. Because I'm such a voyeur. Guys, people need to let me watch them have sex. But everybody out here wilding. I'm like, okay, fine. Fine. I do love to watch. I will admit to that. I do love to watch. Yeah. I was re recently speaking to some friends that were mentioning dogging. Mm. And I, I thought it's about it. And I was like, you know what? Maybe. Maybe, why not? Is, is dogging the one where you just like go and watch strangers have sex yeah. with cars? Yeah. Where, where do we find that? Like, <laughs> I, I'm not even, I'm trying to think in the greater Jerseyburg area where you could pull that off without getting robbed. 
I really should not speak like this on international podcast. Joburg is safe enough, but I'm just like, where the fuck could you do that? Maybe Cape Town. Mm. I don't know. Like, so do you no, guys I actually feel, go I the places like, where I you can go? Like, yeah, that's like, I, I don't know them, but I mean, I could find out, but there's like certain hotspots for it. Oh. In Bristol, there's bare hotspots. Mm. There's, <laughs> there's a lot of hotspots. Let me not even cap. Sometimes me, I'm just going for a walk and things are happening. And like, you're just minding your business. Exactly. I was minding my business and now your business is in front of me. So obviously I need to drop my business. And what is your business? <laughs> my business and your business have become one business. Like exactly. we're here together. <laughs> No, I love it. I love it. I, I mean, do you know what? It's beautiful to hear about the way there's three of us here and how we all masturbate differently and what times that we like to do. I mean, I do masturbate at night as well, but I do really like it in the morning. It really like rejuvenate, but it depends as well because I, sometimes I use toys, but I, there's a certain toy that I use at night because if I use that in the morning, nothing is happening. <coughs> That, that is the end of your day. I'm going into a coma. <laughs> what toy is it? Tell us that toy. Is it? I saw this one on Instagram that seems to kind of suck your entire. Oh, have you seen it? It's like it seems to suck it and also lick. And I was just like, "Woo!" If that goes wrong, guys, you're ending up in in ER, bruh. Yeah. You're ending up in like <laughs> accident and emergency. Oh, honestly, I'm shocked that. In my whole time of being alive and being sexually active, I've not ended up in ER for sex. Because <laughs> me, I, I'm kinky, so I like to fight weird shit. But my nighttime toy is my magic wand. Okay. Okay. But it's like, it's the really big one. It's plugged into the mains. We're not charging nothing. Wait, it's plugged it's, in. It's, 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 uh, it's, 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 what's it? Um, it's not hands-free. What's the opposite? No. It's a landline. <laughs> yes. Let's be calling up to the sex gods when we're using that one. It's a landline. Wow. In the year of our COVID 2021, you've got a landline, bruh. Okay. What can I say? Oh, shit. We have to take it back a bit, you know. The past is sometimes where you can get the future. That's what I'm saying. But if you haven't tried a magic one. Also, disclaimer. If you have not tried toys, please don't go for the magic wand first. You need to do stretches. People <laughs> like to do that. They like to go and like find those like big, what's it's like, especially I know with like queer women, sometimes you'll find people going and finding like, like a dildo that is like the size of their arm. And you're like, no, that's no, scary. no, no. Like, that's scary. Because they see these like joke dildos there by movies and stuff like i was watching this series today and like somebody brought a dildo to school and it was it was bigger than their big than their backpack like it it was like longer than their backpack and i was like number one what number two no exactly. no this is the first time you're using toys no and also like can we just like reiterate yes the the vagina does you know expand when you're aroused but please don't over exaggerate the expansion of your vagina because you will do damage yeah i've seen some very strange videos where people just i don't know there's like snake looking dildos where it's like a snake head i don't know it's very strange and i was like 
Is that even fun? Wait, like a snake head. So it's like, when I mean giant, it's like these giant dildos. And it's like, the sh it, it, I think it's maybe an arty dildo or something because it's like a snake head. And they like enter people, it in them. And I'm like, wow. I like that sort of thing. Like, I think it would be like an animal-based kink. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because like, yeah. does anyone remember that time when people were sharing a video? I personally didn't watch it because I was very scared. So I'm not even completely sure if it exists or not. But people were sharing a video of a woman sleeping with a python. But the... Y'all really? don't remember that video? That video was jacked up. That's and so, like, so interesting. Like, so the python would enter her? Wait, 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 wait. Ebra, yeah. <laughs> me, I didn't say I had the logistics <laughs> of this fucker, man. I, ju I just know I did not watch that video. Because wait. I'm very scared of snakes. And I was like, this is not my portion. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So, first of all, let's just go back here for a minute because I can't comprehend what's happening. So, there's some sort of a video of a woman sleeping with a python, and then Kumba, you said that sounds interesting. I mean, I, I the reason because I've got so many questions. How does it? How does it not just go out of her mouth? I don't know. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't know how they kept it under wraps. I, I don't know if there was a snake trainer on set at yeah. I don't I don't know. I don't know. Look, I, I was not head of production for that particular <laughs> movie. Um I did not get that job unfortunately despite competing for it. Um I don't know. I I don't know. I just I just remember hearing the story and somebody being like, Do you want to see the video? And I didn't know if they were gonna Google and bring it up or but it was also we were young so not everything was just online it was still the days of like when we were our parents basically you know now the mm -hmm. way they shoot things around whatsapp or willy yes. right so we were kind of doing that but with like internal university sharing things and like it's also like that two girls one cup thing do you remember that nonsense? oh that was I've nasty never seen it. I, i've never seen it either i was just like nasty. that was that was nasty i I've saw that and I'm not here to kink shame, okay? We do not kink shame on it. You don't side. kink shame. No, no, no. However, if you choose your kink is human deficit, <laughs> then I really think you may need to speak to somebody of a professional setting to figure out where that kink came from. Because I'm actually, me, I don't understand. I'm actually Googling what... Um, uh, poo kink is because there's an actual name for it poop kink there is chorophilia chorophilia it is called no copro coprophilia c-o-p-r-o-p-h-i-l-i-a from the greek kopros meaning excrement and philia meaning liking slash fondness Apparently, <clears throat> apparently I heard that um kinks start when you're a child as to like for example if you like poo yourself when your mum hits you for it apparently that's where like kinks sometimes start but also Whoa. if you like the hitting right so like <laughs> if you like being so like if you get poo and then you get hit for it and you already kind of had that pre maybe predisposed thing to like being smacked yeah. right because spanking is not for everyone right no it's so now it's true. just Spanking is not for everyone, despite what like these TV shows will tell you that you must just spank everyone. It's not. Mm. But yeah, hey, consent. Consent.
Yeah. Please ask for permission before you start smacking people left, right, and center. I like <laughs> to be friends, but you don't just come out of nowhere and start smacking me like like a wife beater because I'll I'll box you. What are you doing? I will box. I will box. <laughs> yeah. We're going, we're going Mike Tyson versus Anthony Joshua because who asked you? Yeah, I've had I've had some weird Tinder dates where it's just a hookup and they've introduced weird S and M without asking. I'm like, hmm, that's weird. We didn't. Like, we... what? How did you navigate that? Like, what did yeah. you say to them? I mean, I'm a I'm 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 quite a passive person, so I just I'm just like, oh, it is what it is. But at the end of it, I didn't mind. But I was like, I think that should have been something you asked. Instead like a of little just... bit of a conversation before just yeah, small, just small. what what if I don't yeah, like small. it? You know, what if I hate that? And like you didn't ask me, and you just <laughs> like, last year, mm-hmm. I was like, let me let's let's try, you know, dating, hooking up with people. As you know, I've been celibate, like I was saying on your on your podcast. <clears throat> and somebody on Hinge wrote to me. First of all, Hinge is weird. For anybody who says get on Hinge, all of you are crackheads. <laughs> Everybody on Hinge is a crackhead. Fact. Because one person asked me if I was a transgender female. I didn't, I can be very playful. And yes, I don't conform to gender anyway. So uh, there are a few people who have admitted to me, like after we've gotten to know each other, they thought I was transgender because of the way I, I present myself. But on the internet, you don't know, because let's be real, let's call a spade a spade, yeah? Black trans women in particular are out here getting killed so you asking me this question i don't know where your head is at i don't know whether it's because you don't like them or whether it's, it's a fetish either way that's a problem mm-hmm. but that was one i didn't even respond to that one because i was like i don't know what to say to you i'm hoping you will just disappear like that it was just out the gate like are you trans yeah like that. yeah just, okay because now you see someone because I, I, I okay, yeah. wait, okay. This. The second one then asked me, Are you into any kinks? He'd been talking maybe for like two or three days. Are you into any kinks? I was like, Yeah, I'm into kinks. I don't really call them kinks because they're kind of just part of how I exude my sex sexualness in that moment. Obviously, having conversations with people, and they were like, Okay, would you be up for water sports? Now, I had to like revisit because water sports has two meanings in this world one water sports is actually water sports like kayaking you know what's the one that they on a i don't know jet ski jet ski and then then somebody's at the back you know those are kind of things wakeboarding and things like that yeah Uh actual water sports yes and then the other water sports where you're getting pissed on or somebody's pissing on you Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, but so, oh, okay. Clarify which one they were asking uh-huh. about. Number uh-huh. one, and then number two, I was like, one, you're not pissing on me. That's not gonna happen. And number two, you're gonna have to offer me a lot of money for me to piss on you because my body knows where it's supposed to piss. <laughs> it's not gonna just come. Were well, you scared you'd get stage fright? <laughs> that you'd get stage. You'd be there being like. Ee! Just yes. squatting, just be like, just give me a second. Yes. One second, please. Don't look at me, please. <laughs> Let me think about the ocean. Okay, it's flowing, it's flowing. 
hopefully something is happening but you're gonna have to offer me a lot of money for me to have to go through that like a lot like I don't need to ever work in my life that's the kind of money we're talking like you are buying me a yacht on top of the money so I can then go and shake my ass in a phone in Dubai that that is my retirement plan be me pissing on you is my retirement plan okay okay I can fuck with that I can fuck with that so yeah it's strange but it's interesting that you say that you're passive in that way because I think I used to be like that as well at one point where things would happen I'd be like I I feel like you should have asked beforehand because it's not necessarily that I'm not into that but it's more so like I wasn't prepared Mm. for that I think that's how I felt as well it's just uh I think it's just being polite being like you know you know so yeah but it, yeah <laughs> tinder's weird anyway at times tinder is very weird tinder is very so, weird I don't so know your your passiveness is. so it it goes into your sex as well so are you like not one of those people who ask for what you want Dude, in bed or i mean you know you say that i had this really weird uh moment I, i'm seeing well was seeing this person and he always asks me like what is it that you want what do you want and i'm like I just want what you want because I find pleasure in I, I don't know how to explain it to me that was a very hard question to ask what is it that I want because I actually don't know interesting I don't know and I haven't known for seven years and it's uh, yeah it keeps changing but really I just don't know what I want and it really frustrated him and he was like you know and I was like this is really intense and it's a lot on me because I truly really don't know what I want. I just want to have fun. That's all. But I and know then, that. And, and you, did he want to then experiment? Did he want to then try new things? Like well, I what was his vibe? He mm. was, he was all about pleasuring me being pleasured, you know? So he was like, I just want to pleasure you, but I'm being pleasured in him being pleasured. Yeah. So yeah, it, so I get it, that. Like, <laughs> No, I get that. I get pleasure like that as well. I get pleasure from pleasuring my partner in the way they want to be pleasured. Yeah. Ooh. But I I like you people a lot. No, well done. I'm 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 here. I'm here to be like a whole experience. Must you must must really get into like liking what I like. I'm here to be like a hell experience. (laughs) I'm like yes, that was very nice. Because guys, but also also the act of exhibiting pleasure is also like a full-time job hey like i was having this 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 discussion years ago about like the whole notion of pillow princessing and i'm like actually pillow princessing and i'm putting bunny ears it's actually a lot of fucking work guys you know with the arching of the back and then like it's essentially like a hour long three hour long four hour long ego stroke for someone else it's just work that is so true not just they're like nando's chicken my g like hey respect the hustle though i'm just saying i'm just saying everybody is different and they like different things that's basically what we're all saying here and that's Mm. cool i just think like maybe for you can buy something would be to maybe experiment with yourself because although I like to pleasure people and that's where I get a lot of pleasure from I really have to like go into myself and really to find out what it is that I like because that needs to be reciprocated at some point it's not every day me going down on my knees you're not God 
How can I be praying every day? Uh -uh. You're definitely, you're speaking a lot of sense. And lately I've been thinking about it for a bit and I was like, I just need, I, I think I just need to be with someone that I know quite well to experience it. Cause I can't just do that with everyone and just be like, Hey, yeah. let's figure this out. So I'll get there, but just not with anyone, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that, not, that, not that it's a bad thing. I'm no, just I'm just shy as it is. Yeah. No, because no, that's, that's what's really it, really it's cool. what's that called? Like demi is it demisexuality where you have to have like a strong emotional connection with someone? It's yeah. one of the oh, yeah. it's a long, it's a it's along that spectrum. But you gotta yeah. have that deep emotional connection. But some people like they don't like the deep emotional connection, you know. They're like, fuck that shit. Very true. So Very true. I'm not thing. gonna lie, when it comes to men as a queer person, I don't like no deep connection. <laughs> Bring your dick. Each bash less degree. Are you happy? Lovely. Me, I'm going to go to sleep. There's a taxi rank <laughs> around the corner. We're not cuddling. <laughs> but I'm not gonna lie, when it's females, yeah, I need to have a connection. I'm and more you, you try to get yeah yeah no that that's a that's a real thing having like because i i know that for me even the idea of long-term linking myself to a man like look i'll ride your dick like i'm here for it i'll ride your dick but like yeah. i don't understand why you're still here in the morning i don't understand why we're texting i don't yeah. understand why i'm sending you voice notes about my thoughts on a show i just don't but like there's kindly this honey I'm messing around with. And even like right now, I haven't heard from her in like an hour and a half. And I'm losing my goddamn mind. Okay. <laughs> I just, I'm like, but why won't you text me? I know that you're busy. I, she's out fixing her car or something, which is so fucking hot. You see something like that on a woman is so hot. On a dude, I'm like, oh my God, like get out of your stereotype. What do you mean you're tinkering with your car today? But on her, I'm like, Ooh. so do you want to send me photos or... What is the what is the logistics here? What's going on? I just want to know. I do I do go on, yeah. No, I do feel with you know with women when I do sit with women, I do I do feel comfortable with them. To me for what I need, I think, with men, I find it very hard to feel absolutely comfortable, absolutely mm. myself and just let's do this. But with women it is um, much easier but I find it hard dating women I don't know I, my dating pool for women is very difficult I don't know why what do you mean difficult like you guys can't communicate no, or no, there's I a lot of drama or what I can communicate but obviously if I go on a night out I don't know if you're gay I don't know if you're bi I don't know if you're queer I don't know if I can come up to you if I'm on tinder we'll match with each other but none of us will start the conversation first we're both shy we say hi and this oh you know what that is women still trying to operate under the bloody patriarchy yeah no, I that especially with femme presenting and i'm not i'm not saying nothing bad about femme presenting women because i love mm -hmm. you all i'm not gonna lie i love femme presenting women <laughs> but i do find it is difficult to penetrate into that into <laughs> that world because, so difficult because they're expecting me or somebody else to come as the man that's my struggle chat to I'm me like, babe. tell me what you want <laughs> no no you're definitely right and um that's one thing when i have dated women is like i'm always like so who's the man this is weird who do i follow and it's like no you're both women relax 
Exactly. I'm <laughs> coming on to that point. Oh, okay. I wanted to ask you, Tiffany, because mm-hmm. you mentioned about, you know, you've got a partner, you're talking to this babe, obviously it's a non-monogamous thing. We know that the world of queerness is already the ghetto sometimes. The talk fucking ghetto. <laughs> talk us through how that is maneuvering and like all these issues of sex and looking to sing, how that works in your world. Okay, so like on my side, we've been together 11 years. Um, so it, it's been a hot damn minute. It's been a hot minute. Um, and it's been a long road. Like, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to say like, oh my gosh, we got together. And then we started non-monogamying nicely. And like Tiff didn't go through what I like to term my Nigerian man phase where because I was earning more money, I was like, yeah, the relationship will go how I want it to go. That's actually how we kind of initially opened up our relationship. I was like, me, I'm earning money and I'm earning more money than you. Therefore, I'm going to fuck who I want. Guys, it was a mess. It was a patriarchal mess, right? Um, so it's been like a long time coming. We, we went through a phase where she was really bad at non-monogamy. And she was like, every minor rule we, we had, she'd break it. She'd break all the major rules. Like one of our big ones was um, no sleeping with people we both know. She met someone through me, through me, and then wanted to sleep with them. I was like, my sis, my ma'am, are you lost? And then this person tried to start like causing all sorts of trouble within the relationship. It's just, it's been a really long road. And it's only actually in the last year and some change where we've actually started doing our non-monogamy in any decent way, shape or form. Um, and it's and it's weird because now we're in a space where the non-monogamy is a lot more about we've we've got our internal house together, you know, so like our house is in order, but we're kind of dumpster firing out in the world. So like I ended up in for a very brief but very intense period of time with somebody who was abusive, right? So like all that work I'd done, like you know, figuring out like the abuse and whatever in my space, in my non-monogamy is where I ended up like recreating some of like my deepest nonsense and then actually realizing that there was an abusive element throughout all of my non-monogamous things that's not there in my primary partnership so it's been a lot um navigating this new person's been a lot it's been actually really nice because now I'm I used to be a very passive person in terms of what I wanted from a relationship and what I wanted from a space um and just, I think after going through what I went through with the person before, now this person, like even something, initially I was even going to cut this off because I was like, you don't communicate with me enough. And it was very chill. I was like, look, I'm not going to chase you because I also went through a very, I'm not worthy of love phase. So, you know, anyone who gives me any sort of attention, I'm here for it. I'm like fucking here for it. Even if it's like toxic and nonsense. So like with this person, I was like, look, you I'm don't communicate that. with me enough. I really, really like talking to you. You are so fucking nice to look at. God have mercy. Um, But it's fine. Like, it's really fine. Like, this is the level of communication. And the person, like, fucking course corrected. Like, really quickly. And then, just even with them, when I was down in Cape Town, and, like, you know, I was, like, being quite demanding of their time. But also, no, they weren't also very communicative about the amount of time they could give me. So, we had another communication hiccup. Um. But then we had a conversation about it and it was nice. So it's nice to see the ability to maneuver outside of your relationship and how even that goes. Because you realize that sometimes you are growing at different paces in different parts of your life. So that's been, I think, the most interesting thing about this non-monogamy. Ting, ting. Mm. I would definitely hear that. What I love 
to hear is how you, what I'm loving about what you're saying is how you were navigating it. I think a lot of people who are in monogamous relationships and then think about monogamy, follow some, like, there's always somebody on Instagram, on Twitter that's giving their own opinion on the rules that should be placed. I'm always the person that says that I don't go by rules because I don't know how to keep them, but I have boundaries. And my boundaries must not be crossed. Oh, that's actually that a really good way of thinking about it. Because rules are a very imposing thing, mm. but boundaries are a very reflexive self-reflection, looking at what you're okay with, what you're not okay with. And boundaries and stuff like that will change. Like with exactly the more you grow, the more you're okay with something, the more you understand. Like actually, that's a really good way of thinking about it. Rules versus and you just muted yourself while you were talking. Imagine. Did I? You see, I'm so used to these like damn Zoom calls where you like you, the last part of your sentence, you mute yourself because you're just mumbling nonsense. But like, no, I like that idea of my bad. Sorry, everyone out there. My, like the idea of like rules versus boundaries, like because it's just there's something about boundaries that's a lot more fluid and a lot yeah. more understanding, right? You know, like understanding of yourself, the situation. Huh? It involves a lot more communication i find yes yes boundaries can change like we said mm-hmm. and that can change depending on how you both are communicating or how all of you are communicating within that space on what your boundaries become and if you are close to somebody um if you are close to somebody or you're getting close in that way you can then like figure out what your boundaries are together in that space and that boundary that might is... not be what it looks like elsewhere that's true because like you you realize the way the different ways because that's one thing non-monogamy will teach you the different ways in which relationships manifest and it's something so weird that we're so used to it in friendships like in friendships you can quite easily be like i have a best friend and i also have a squad but then also have acquaintances and we're very good to understand it in that but now the minute you're like oh i have a best friend who i'm building a life with but then also I have like, you know, squad or I have like a couple of people that I kick it with or even I have somebody who I party with. Like, let's not act like when we were younger. And I'm saying when we were younger and I am literally about to be dragged out to be younger right now, which is very upsetting. But um, we had friends who purely we partied with. Like if yeah. I had friends who, if I saw them on campus, I just nod once at them. But in the club, whoo, child, we're, in, we're like this, we're inseparable in the club. Yeah. But on campus we're just like that's cool and no one was like that's a toxic friendship yeah that's really really bad why are you treating this person like this so it's yeah, okay, okay. It's, it's one of those things non-monogamy will show you life mm. it Mm-mm. really will so, yeah go on come back i'm saying um, i don't know much about non-monogamy but it's something i'd like to do so like hearing you speak about it it's very interesting and like what you've been through while having that best friend and person with you has definitely given me a lot of insight. No, oh, thank you. It's been many years in the making. So many dumpster years. There's, there's once a time we essentially were going through a time for two years. Guys, you know you've been together a long time when you've been going through a time for the length of some people's entire relationship. Like when I say we were going through a time, as in I was using reasons to like fly home to Kenya and like leave our matrimonial house. I was always in Kenya. People like were like, how about song? Do you not? Okay, that's fine. <laughs> this is weird. 
Fantastic. That's been amazing. So, Tiffany, as our guest, something that I'm doing new on this season is I'm mm-hmm. asking all the guests to end the episode with a quote. It can be a quote that you have. It can be a quote that you live by, by somebody you admire, whatever it is. But just give us a quote that you feel. Oh, wait. Okay, now I got to I got to I got to Google my quote. Um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah, that's the one. You see, this is the one. Um, you got, uh, what's it? What's it? Wait, wait, wait. Uh, wait, oh my God. Why would, you, why would you not warn me about this before? Luckily, this is a very quotable quote. So the quote is, you've got to learn to leave the table when love is no longer being served. Nina Simone. Right? Hey. hey, fam, the way I had to live by that last year. Yes, my G. I had to live by that, hey? Because when somebody decides that they are not going to like be about your life, it is so painful to like keep chasing them and to realize that they don't give a fuck. Like that is, I think, that I think was the most, yeah, I think that was one of the most hectic things of last year. Yes, during a panorama, guys, Mm -hmm. that was to be like, wow, this person actually gives no fucks like none and i'm here i'm crying i'm anxious i'm throwing up i'm doing this i'm trying to reach out to them i'm trying to be like oh you look like you had a bad day on the call can i uh, leave that table my g leave the table i love that yeah i i really like it as well because i've just recently uh, been dealing with that um i thought i really mattered to someone and they blocked me on instagram and i was like oh okay. them. Uh, maybe exactly I was like, oh, maybe it was out of emotion. Maybe they'll unblock me tomorrow or something. And no, they just didn't care. They've blocked me and it's forever. <laughs> and block it's just- that person. Drop the address. Drop the address. <laughs> Don't catch these hands. They really hurt, but I, yeah, it's nice that I hear that quote. <laughs> you know I'll be on these streets. Drop the address. It's okay. I have time. I have time today. I I'll find, I'll find time today. <laughs> No, but that's amazing. And I want to thank you for coming on to the episode. I want to thank Kumba for being here on the first episode as well. I'm going to ask you for a quote, Kumba, but we're going to do that another time. So I'm going to mm, yeah, yeah. think about it. Oof, so that oof, we've got oof. it as well. We'll do book things but, next time. Because you know yes. I, stay, I stay wanting to be on these streets. Exactly, exactly. This, you know we said this in the first episode. It's not the end. It's not it's the not end. The and end. it wasn't the end. And it exactly. wasn't the end because I'm back here again. Exactly. So we're going to be doing this all the time. Who knows? You might even become the third person. <laughs> Just it's like, guys, why is Tiffy again? Like, do they, <laughs> do they not have range? <laughs> why is this hoe here again? <laughs> but we love it. So I want to thank you for coming on. Please tell the people where we can find you. Okay. So I am an. Well, so the best place to find me is Instagram um, at underscore. No, that's a lie. At Insta underscore holler. That is the Instagram, ne? Yes. Yo, but on, guys. It is at Insta, I-N-S-T-A underscore H-O-L-A-A. And then you can also find me personally doing random poll things on at Kagsmugo, K-A-G-S-M-U-G-O. And then Holla is on Twitter as well, at Holla Africa. So H-O-L-A-A, 
F-R-I-C-A. And then after that, you can, yeah, you can find all sorts of things. Also, go listen to Basically Life, which is also fun times. But you'll find it all on Holla. It's good times. Don't worry. That's it. And Kumba, where can we find you? Uh, so my Instagram is uh, cucumberkid15. Oh, I love it. Cucumber. <laughs> I love it. And you all know where to find me already. If you don't know by this time, I don't know what you're doing with your life. <laughs> at Mose Isi on Instagram and Twitter, um, which is M-O-S-E underscore I-S-S-I-E. The name will soon be changing, so follow so you can find it, but obviously I'll be updating you all on that. Um, it's a Bane's Life on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Literally just type in it's a Bane's Life, or one word. Bane stands for Black and Melanated Empires. Don't get it twisted. We're not doing government work here. And yes, also people, follow me on um, YouTube. I've got some YouTube videos coming out soon. And it's called Mutter Isi Self Love Lounge. Okay, that's where, that's where we're going to be talking about self-love, talking about how to set boundaries, talking about how to love ourselves in the way that divine intended us to. Because if you don't love yourself, nobody else is going to love you. There we go. All right. And we out. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. To the beats hub. You heard it through the grapevine. You heard it here first, it's a Bame's life Mozzie easy with the knowledge, better take time Man or woman, it don't matter over these sides Black or brown, it don't matter over these sides Conversations always popping over these sides Where's your peace signs? Where's your white wine? Don't stress, don't worry about those deadlines Cause you've heard it through the grapevine You heard it here first, it's a Bame's life You heard it through the grapevine You heard it here first, it's a Bame's life